we're seventeen trillion dollars in debt. You mentioned that, mm-hmm. right? So when we start thinking about you know increasing the wages for Americans, which I do believe is a good idea, the 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 thing that people say is, well, wait a minute, you're going to make us pay more money. Well, we're going to stop hiring as much. And so if we stop hiring as much, then that money that you think is coming back into the economy is actually not because we're having to lay off 25 people just to keep the 15. So what would you say to that comment? I, and I'm glad you asked that because it's a it's a uh, poignant question. The The reality is when you raise the minimum wage, and, and listen, we're not talking about this in a vacuum. This is not you know people in, in some classroom talking hypotheticals we've raised the minimum wage consistently over time for 75 years and and you know all of those things that people try to say is going to happen never happen what actually happens is demand increases immediately for all products and services especially for locally owned small businesses so take for instance if you make 275 dollars a week which is what you make if you work 40 hours a week on the minimum wage and over the next three years, you get an additional $125 or so a week in income. Where are you going to spend that money? Most people spend that money at home in small businesses. You know, they, they uh, hire a babysitter and they go out one night and they might go to the movie theater. They might go out to eat instead of having to stay home. Or they, you know, they might, uh, you know, buy something else at the grocery store that they've been putting off. They may uh, be able to put their kids in childcare, um, after school care, things of that sort. They might even be able to save a little bit of money for their future. So if the worst case scenario happens and they do lose their job that, you know, that, that there's some buffer, some cushion that those things help the economy a lot more than uh, the, the marginal increases in prices is what, what most people worry about. Because in, in reality, when you, uh, when you increase demand, like happens when you increase the minimum wage, the reality of the situation is pe- people aren't laying anybody off because they need the people there. You know, everybody sitting here are business people. I can tell you, you know, if, if I get more customers in our title company, I'm not laying anybody off. Right. I, I you know, you can't do it. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, you probably hire more people. Yeah. Um, and well, I tend to agree with that mm-hmm. theory because if you have more money in your pocket, which is ultimately what raising the minimum wage does, then those, monies that you have are going to be spent well it may be to buy things that you need that you just hadn't been able to buy before so i'm on board with that one of the other things is we're at the largest um period of time since world war ii that the production to wages gap is significantly Mm. more than any other time in our history which means that the big companies are making more money but they're not pushing it down to the wage level so the wage earners aren't seeing the benefits of the productivity Mm -hmm. so there's a huge gap so this isn't that simple math translate down to our leaders right now I, you, oh, well, because who who owns washington walmart wall street okay. <laughs> almost it's a wall it's a- but it, it is and and that's the thing it, you know th- this is a bait and switch kind of issue i mean you know when we start talking about the kind of money that's being made and not getting back down to us and people still trying to force supply side economics down on normal working people it, it becomes ridiculous. There, uh, a, a fellow named David Tepper, um, a Wall Street hedge fund advisor, made $3.5 billion last year. That was what he made. He made 
five billion dollars. Donald Sterling doesn't have anything on him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, and you you start thinking about you know, oh, okay, well, he he pulled three point five billion dollars out of the economy. What what did he produce? You know, did he did he produce you refined two hundred thousand cars? No, mm-hmm. did he create? I uh, you know. 50,000 so, jobs? No, he didn't create any jobs. He didn't, you know, he didn't produce any cars. All, all of that money that he earned, I guarantee you, went right back in to hedge fund investments that mm-hmm. generally go overseas and they don't help America. So the trickle-down effect of economics isn't really trickling on a lot of people, is it? No, no, it's it's never trickled. And yeah. <laughs> it, it's, uh, you know, if you, I, I've been waiting for it for a long time and it's, and it's just not going to. I mean, the fact of the matter is uh, you you have to reward work in the United States of America. And if we don't, you know, all an economy is, is a set of rules. And if we don't have rules in place that help us build a, a strong and robust middle class, then the America that we grew up in will not be here for our children. And I take Apple as an example, a perfect example, actually, of what a, a good American company should be like, because 